comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. Thank you, Emily, and thanks for being on the local radio station with us. I appreciate Emily very much. She does that disclaimer for us, but we had kind of fun with it, you know. Uh, we put friends in there, and I've got one that says the lady who makes cookies for us on Fridays. And But it is important that a disclaimer is said, even though we're talking about faith, uh, we are not denominational on this program. Or, if you don't want to look at it that way, you can say we're every denomination. Because I'm not against denominations. Um, I'm, what, what I'm not is I'm not a religious person. I'm a relationship-based person. And those people that have these religions or denominations, they really mess people up. You know, I've always said, and I think it was Gandhi that said this, he, he, he loved Christianity, but he didn't like any of the Christians. Worst thing about Christianity is the Christians. So uh, I, I can relate to that. So my guest today, as he has been for the last week or so, um, is Richard Leiter. He is a uh, law professor at the University of Nebraska, and he um, was a Jew, raised, born and raised as a Jew, thought about being a rabbi at one point or another, and then at age 28, Jesus knocked on the door, and uh, you found Jesus, or he found you. Um, and I kind of want to start there, but I also know we're going to get to, um, where were we going to start? Um, when we, I first went to church. Oh, that's right. Presbyterian yeah. Church yep. in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, is that the first time you were in a Christian service? Yeah, I think um, when I was growing up, um, you know, I played football in high school and things like that. And I remember there were, uh, the team would go on game days to the Catholic Church. And, um, so I think I had been to, in a church a few times, but it was, you know, nothing that I really paid that, that much attention to. There was always... Um, some reason that, you know, to go there that yeah. didn't affect mine. So, so the first time as a believer, yes. You and your wife went to a Presbyterian church. First Hollywood Presbyterian. First Hollywood. Okay, yeah. so why that church? Well, the Jews for Jesus had uh, recommended it okay. as a good place. Okay. And it turned out it was a, an ideal place. Um, Henrietta Mears, who was the founder of uh, Campus Crusade for Christ, yep. was a parishioner there. Uh, Lloyd Ogilvie, who um, went on to retire as yep. the chaplain of the Senate, wrote a lot of books. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I've read some of his books. Oh, he's a, he was a great guy. He was the pastor there. Uh, Fred Bach was the choir director. He wrote um, the hymnal that most protestant churches in the country had it was a beautiful yeah. church they had a great new members class that wendy and i went to and um it was a thrill how did you how do i ask this 
did you accept Calvinism? So it was all very new to me. And I just, we were at uh, this Presbyterian church, our, the, the leader of the new test, the new members class, um, we didn't get into denominations. Um, Campus Crusade wasn't very denominational. So this place was a pretty wide open evangelical church. So we, I was, everything was new to me. Um, So in terms of Calvinism, I, I didn't really pick up on it. I did hear um, over the the first couple years that we were Christians, um, you know, in the Presbyterian Church, um, some of the disagreements that they had with Catholics or Lutherans or Methodists or other kind of Pentecostal Christians. So I knew that there were differences. I just wasn't fully aware of what they were. Yeah, because in Judaism, it's just Judaism. Pretty much. Right? There there are Orthodox Jews that are more committed to um, the oral tradition, the yes. laws, kosher yes. laws, and yep. things like that. And I was raised Reformed Jews, so we were passionate about our faith, and we celebrated the High Holidays and Passover and so forth. But we weren't as particular about the kosher laws and laws of the Sabbath. What, what did you do at Christmas time or Easter? Yeah, we celebrated Hanukkah. Okay. Yeah, we um, uh, were in a pretty, you know, in a uh, neighborhood. There were only two Jewish families on the street, and every house on the street was uh, decorated with lights. But there were two oh, houses that yeah. were didn't have lights. It was part of a um, badge of courage or a statement on our part. You know, that's the Jewish house. I remember growing up, I grew up in Beatrice. Mm -hmm. And I remember growing up, and I can't think of their name, but there was a family, and somehow they got teachers to teach them through the Easter break and the Christmas break Uh because they, they did not believe Right. In Jesus, and I don't remember what denomination they were, but yeah. uh, good people, but just thought it was kind of strange. Yeah, and then Jesus mugs me, and I get upset because people, you know, take Christ out of Christmas. Yeah, and I think anybody who doesn't believe shouldn't have the day off. Yeah, any time off shouldn't get presents. Yeah. But I'm not in charge, so yeah. Jesus is. Yeah. All right, my guest is uh, Richard Leiter. He is a law professor at the University of Nebraska, born and raised uh, in the Jewish traditions, and then at 28 uh, went to prove the Bible wrong, read the Gospels, and guess who mugged him? Jesus walked right in and mugged him. Now, you were telling me the four questions yeah. that you used to throw at Christians. Yeah. And what were they? Yeah, I. Um, as the questions were answered, we they were erased from my memory. Oh, okay. So I only have that one question, and that was, what would uh, God do with my great grandfather or the child who'd never gotten a witness? Yeah. So those. So we were just left with the one question. Isn't it? Isn't it kind of hard? And if the answer is no, that's okay. Isn't it kind of hard for you to now um, not witness to Jewish people? Well, so that's a 
whenever I encounter someone who is Jewish and is uh, curious about it, I definitely will answer questions. Yeah. But I know that um, as a Jew, I didn't appreciate being witness to. Yeah. Um, it it always bounced off of me. Um, I ended up becoming a believer based on my own reading of the right. New Testament. So I don't uh, go out and seek people. But um, various people have referred uh, Jew, Jewish people to me who are asking questions, and I can talk to them about it. So if I was a Jewish person and I asked you, um, uh, what makes, what did you learn that makes Jesus the Messiah? Well, so it is m more of a spiritual thing. Okay. It was a, the Holy Spirit really impressed upon me the reality of the gospel. So that was number one. Um, but it took years of going, bouncing around in different denominations and different churches before I came to <clears throat> uh, orthodoxy, which is the oldest of, right. I mean, I mean, it's, it's the original Christianity. It's yes. not a denomination. And it started with the apostles and they taught their disciples to spread it out. And if you, study what orthodoxy is about, it, it's identical to the Judaism, the spiritual, mystical Judaism, historical Judaism before Christ. And I can point out a hundred different um, uh, illustrations. One of them is um, in the uh, uh, Genesis, it says, and God, you know, rests, or, you know, evening and then day, the second day. Yeah. And it's always evening and then the day. Yeah. In Jewish tradition, I grew up, Sabbath starts in the evening, Friday evening. Right. That's the beginning of the day. Did you know that in Christianity, that is the tradition? For hundreds of years, that's how the Christian church um, worshipped. Uh, the night, the day begins, the evening, and then the day. That's just an example of the continuity between Judaism and Christianity that I discovered. The, um, the Western church <clears throat> uh, forgot about its um, ancient roots, its historical roots. And would we be the Westerners? Yes. Okay. So, what happened was about um, early 11th century, 1039 or so, um, the uh, Roman church decided unilaterally, and I'm simplifying this very much, um, all on its own to change the Nicene Creed by adding a phrase called the filioque and the son to the Nicene Creed. Um, the rest of the Orthodox Church, which was immense, there were um, Antiochian Church, Ethiopian Church, the 
Egyptian church, the Jerusalem church, none of them uh, were part of that decision for the leader of the church in Rome to change the Nicene Creed. And that's what's called, known as the Great Schism. When the Roman church split from the rest of Christianity. Yeah. And um, all of the Reformation, uh, Luther and Calvin, was not against Christianity, the Eastern Christianity. It was against Rome. Yeah. And a lot of the Orthodox church, when they read Luther's and Calvin's complaints about Catholicism at the time, Roman um, Christianity, we all agree with. Um, their criticisms were um, accurate. But Luther and Calvin didn't have ready access to the rest of Christendom because at the time the Ottoman Empire had pretty much uh, created a wall between the East and the West. Oh. And so Lutheranism, Presbyterianism, Calvin, you know, all of the Protestant religions were rebellions against the Roman Church. Right. From the Orthodox perspective, we consider the Catholic Church the first Protestant Church. Okay. okay. They split off. And then from them, all these other denominations split. So, so the continuity um, in celebrating the Passover, which I do, we do every year, there are elements of the Seder, the Passover Seder, that are Trinitarian, clearly. And so a lot of the modern, so Jews and Christians were worshiping together in the first century. Well, absolutely. They were, all the Christians were Jews. Yeah. So they celebrated Passover together. So there's a tradition in Passover that we every all the Jews celebrate today. They have the matzah tosh. We keep the matzah, which is one of the important elements of the Seder. There are three pouches. Yeah. Three matzah. It's clearly Trinitarian. My guest today is Richard Leiter. He is a professor of law at the University of Nebraska in Lincoln. And he is a Jewish man. Born and raised Jewish, temple, uh, the Torah, all that, and at 28 got mugged by Jesus. And we'll continue this conversation when we come back. Where you'll find more.